Welcome to Beyond Mortgage, where you'll learn how to play the long game in business and life. I'm your host, Dan Trinidad, entrepreneur, coach, and founder of Partners Mortgage. If you're a mortgage or real estate professional, you'll love hearing from business leaders in and outside the industry sharing how they play hard today while building the life and business they want decades from now. Playing the long game means envisioning the most fulfilling and incredible year of our life and changing your mindset and actions to create that future. So let's join the conversation and go beyond mortgage. So along the way, I mean, this kind of growth is really incredible. You know, what kind of mistakes or, you know, small failures did you have along the way where you stubbed your toe? And um, maybe you could share with the audience ways they could potentially avoid it. Yeah, you bet. Um, I feel like in the beginning, I was too slow to hire, right? I didn't hire enough help when when I needed it. Yeah. And we just actually hired, actually, I have another uh, new guy that's, uh, he's kind of cross-training between both the front side and the back side. The idea is that in the next six to 12 months, he wants to be a loan officer on the team as well. So um, he's just getting started ramping up. But that was, you know, for me, that was like, we were really doing lots and lots of volume. Everybody was working extra overtime and, you know, it was, it was wearing on us. So I was like, man, we, we got to hire. Right. And so I hired somebody that I felt could help us in this crazy time, but also maybe transition to the sales when things maybe calm down a little bit more and he wouldn't maybe necessarily be needed behind the scenes, but he's ready to step out in front of the scene and drive business as well. And, you know, he's a, he's a buddy from way back when, so he wanted to train into the business. So, um, so not hiring fast enough. And then on the other side of that, uh, is hiring too fast, uh, for need rather than finding the right candidate. Right. I have, I struggled to find that second, uh, loan partner too. We probably worked through four different folks over a four year period of time. And that's just a massive waste of time and energy and resources. And at the, at the end of that, my, my one LP one, that's a, or my one LP two, that's a rock star. Uh, he said, you know what, don't just don't, don't hire anybody. I'll just do it. I'm, it takes me more time to train them up and then they go like, I'll just, I'll just work extra and I'll do it and don't, don't hire anybody. And then, you know, then of course, all of a sudden we got absolutely lambasted, right. With business. And so, um, midway through last year, we ended up finding somebody that's just an absolute awesome fit, great cultural fit. So what I did to solve that problem was I was no longer in charge of the hiring decision. My team was right. I interviewed them. We like my team, team captain and I would do the screening. So I'm not wasting a lot of my team's time, but we would get to the point where like, Hey, this person can do the job. And then they meet the team. And now, you know, before they would do it in person and have a round robin interview or a panel interview. Uh, now they're just doing it on zoom and they, the team has to give the thumbs up or, or we don't hire. Yeah. And so no more blaming you. Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's twofold, right? One, they're going to, they're, they're probably going to get along. And two, if it doesn't Absolutely. work out, yeah, it's not just me to blame, right? <laughs> that's, that's probably my biggest mistake over all these years as well is, you know, I get so excited to find somebody that wants to go on our team and I, I, I like everybody. So you're attracted to their, um, whether it's their character or their enthusiasm yes. and you bring them on board and, you know, they, they tricked you and, uh, yeah. you know, I'm pretty trickable and, um, that's probably the most common mistake I've made as well. Um, so you have loan officers on your team as well. I do. Yeah. So I've got, um, uh, it's funny that one of, I've got a team loan officer that it was the guy that originally hired me into the business that now is on my team. 
so he ran that smaller company that wasn't able to make it through the 2006, seven, uh, realm. Right. Um, so he, he works on our team. He's quasi retired, right. He's an older guy and he, he, he likes to do the loans he likes to do, but he also wants to get out and have fun and play golf and do these different things. And so, um, you know, so he just, he probably turns in maybe a loan every, a loan every month, loan every other month, something like that. Um, so you know, I'm not what he, how he originally joined our team was in, in a big refinance movement. I want to say it was 2013. I could not pick up the phone fast enough. And, you know, he was there and, you know, just didn't have a ton of business. So I said, would you like to help? Right. Like, cause right, you, you could right. do this on your sleep, right. Work up a refi quote and, and pitch it to a client and say, Hey, here's, here's the numbers. Right. Um, I was like, would you like to help get these things prepped? And then I'll have that conversation. And he's like, yeah, you bet. So we ended up doing that. And then he came on and, and then, you know, refinance is boom, come and go. And I said, well, stay on the team, but I, I don't need you to do the refinance piece anymore. We hired up, we're staffed up, we're ready. Um, and then, uh, another gal just recently joined our team about six months ago, uh, that has been in operations in our branch for a long, long period of time, just great character, great gal, and decided that she wanted to bet on herself and get out there and start doing some, some loan originating activities. And she's doing a great job. I mean, there's a lot to learn and, you know, she sure. started, do, started doing this in January and then all of a sudden you can't go meet anybody face to face. Right. So like, it was a really tough time to get started, but she's making the best of it. Um, I really enjoy, you know, helping train her up as well. Like, um, Rich is my, my, you know, a former mentor, if you will, that's on my team. Um, he doesn't need any training, right? He's, he trained me on how to do it. And, you know, he does the loans he wants to do and he doesn't do any more. Uh, Marilyn, my, my new gal, she wants to do all the loans, right? Everything. So she's, she's gung ho and she's after it and, and really taking the training well. And, and I, I feel like that's almost like a, a give back, right? Like I get to show her how to do this, um, and I, that's one of the things I love about this business too, is that as you grow, you can hire more people to help uh, give a really great experience to your customers, but you also get to put food on their table at home, right? And the, the fruits of my labor of building this business, uh, you know, provide employment and provide gainful employment oh, yeah. to our team. And I just love that. That's one of my best feelings out of, out of doing this business. I totally agree. I mean, it, it, we're, we're in interesting times right now. There's no question. I mean, being at home, you know, working remotely, that's, that's new to us. We're at, you know, all time low interest rates. We're, we're, we're so dang busy. Um, and our, I mean, probably like our team, your team's probably maintained, you know, just a great attitude through it. And cause you don't close the kind of deal deals you're doing without, you know, having a real, um, synced up team. Um, but man, like, like trying to, uh, to manage this growth by, you know, like you just said, hiring the right people and then getting them trained into inside of your system without being in the office with their, their yeah. teammates and, and still making sure that they align with your culture and, and everything has been just a, a huge challenge. One of our, we've got a couple loan officers that are you know, over 20 deals a month and, and one between 30 and 40 deals a month. And she's, she happens to be my wife and she's, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying, she, she won't listen to me, of course, but she, uh, she, she, she's trying to figure out how to, how to build and manage her team. Because like you, when you do a good job with the customers, in these types of markets, your phone doesn't stop ringing. And, um, and, 
now do you, do you put limits on your day at all? Do you have uh, okay, I, I'm not, I'm not answering the phone after seven or I've got somebody else on my team that, because as a, as a loan officer, you obviously want to be accessible, you know, somewhat accessible to your yeah. customers or your realtor partners. How, how do you manage that? Yeah, well, that's a super good question. And I, um, you know, in, I would say March, April, May, I, I wasn't doing a very good job of managing that. Right. Cause it was just like you said, Crazy. it doesn't stop ringing. Right? And uh, I could have worked 24 seven and not got it all done. Right. And, and it, and that's probably my, my biggest fear in life is letting somebody down, right? And so if, if one of my customers is trying to reach me uh, and they can't, that, that I feel like I've let them down. And, you know, on the other side of that too, is that, you know, we tell our clients when, when we close that we're going to help continue to monitor their mortgage and, and manage it. And, you know, when, when I, I can barely handle the phone calls that are coming in, I can't make the outbound phone calls to call the people that should be refinancing, right? And so, uh, you know, one of the things that we did was, we did some blasts, right? I recorded a few videos and I sent those out and I said, look, I would love to refinance you. I, I need you to raise your hand rather than me to ping you right in this video. Like right. <laughs> definitely raise your hand if you're interested, because you know, the volume is, is off the charts and we're hiring people. If you know anybody that is looking for a new job and would be good with money and numbers, give them, you know, give me their information. Um, but if you want to refinance, please raise your hand and tell us you want one. And then like, I legitimately did two of these videos and we've still been eating off of those videos in yeah, isn't that July crazy? and August, right? Like, yeah, they're still getting looks. They're still, you know, we're still working through transactions of people that, that raised their hand back then. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it is difficult to, to manage that. Uh, what I've, I, uh, what I've done is I've got a second phone. And so now I have two phones and there's a work phone and a personal phone. Um, and I tried to do that with technology where I could like port it over to somebody else's phone and move it around. But what I found was that having a second phone is like a baton. And if I hand it off to my team captain or one of my LPs, they're like, okay, I've got it right. Like this is, this is my responsibility. Now when you port it over or move it around or, you know, try to use technology there, it just, it's not quite the same, right? When you're sitting on that phone, you've got it. Right. So you hand, so, so you hand somebody on your team, your phone and their answer. Well, I did, I did, uh, before COVID now I haven't really seen my team very much. So <laughs> there's not been a lot of back and forth. So the only times that would happen, like if, if, if we're like my family and I were going to go away for the weekend or, you know, a true one week vacation where we're not, we're unplugged, then I would hand that phone to my team captain and say, you're me for the next week. And, and he's got it right. He's very good with customers. Um, it's not his natural, uh, ability to be a salesperson, but he flexes very well into it. Um, and that gives me a little bit of sanity as the, the, the rainmaker that, you know, I can truly count on him to, to take care of that. When have you, I, have I, you been away for a week and not gotten on your phone or your computer? Yeah. Have yeah. you? Yep. Yeah. Well, tell not, me a little not bit. Re not recently. Don't, don't get me wrong. Right? Not, <laughs> not, not this year, but yes, last year. Absolutely. Fortunately, uh, everything shut down, so we can't go anywhere. Right. Um, <laughs> you don't have the pressure of going on vacation. Yeah. Um, so, so tell me a little bit about uh, you know how you uh, you know these times are crazy. So, how do you stay balanced? Um, and 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 I don't I don't mean balanced because you know it's hard to stay. You're, you're really never in balance. But how are you taking care of your relationships, your important relationships, your yeah. health? Um, are you are you carving out time for those things? Yeah. No, that's a great question. And that, that's the concept of balance is is 
wrong. Like you said, it's, I think it's balancing, right? Cause you're constantly moving yeah. from this direction, that direction. And, and yeah, I mean, we've definitely flexed to work, right? Like we're, I, I'm my team personally, we're working way more than we ever were. Um, my, my girlfriend opened up a, uh, a, a fitness studio just before this all happened. She was open for about six weeks and then oh, now wow. she, she had been closed for like three months before they, we got to phase two and she was able to actually open for smaller classes. But it was, it was actually a real, real struggle in the middle there because I was as busier than I've ever been. And she had absolutely nothing that she was doing. She, right? do. like she, she, yeah. she was, she was close. Like she couldn't do anything. Like she would call her customers and check in and see how things were going, but like she couldn't go to work. And so she had all this extra time and I had like minus five minutes in the day, right? Like there was no extra time and it, it, it was a bit of a struggle. And so, you know, we had to have that conversation like, Hey, look, like this is an amazing opportunity. I've, I've kind of got to get after it while it's here. I understand that you've got spare time. Um, I need, I need a little bit of flex here. Give me a couple months to work through this and then we'll get some more people hired. We'll get trained. This probably won't last more than a couple months, right? Well, you know, here we are, I don't know, four and a half months in. And yeah, I think, it, I think you might be doing this for a while. No signs of stopping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, so then after a couple months, we, we got a little more right and it was, Hey, uh, when are we going to get back to normal? <laughs> you know, and I said, okay, great. So, you know, we put in date night, so we've got a, a regimented night of the week where we go on a date and my phone stays in the car and we go to either to a sit outside restaurant or, you know, go grab takeout and sit in the house, you know, sit in the deck or whatever. Um, but you know, that, that designated time where we get some time together and, and unplug, right. And not be connected to our phones or, or have to, you know, answer emails or what have you. Uh, now don't get me wrong. Sometimes after date night, I jump back on and clean out the course. of emails that are there, but, um, but yeah. And then, you know, for me, uh, I do a little bit of, um, either reading or listening to a book every morning. Um, lately, uh, uh, shameless plug. If you haven't read it, it takes what it takes by Trevor Moad. I, I just finished book. it. I just oh, finished it last weekend. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm listening to 15 to 20 minutes of that every morning, uh, in, in the, you know, as we're getting ready or what have you, uh, three days a week, I usually go for a three, four mile run. And so on those runs, that's, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes of Trevor in my ear as well. So, uh, you know, that's been a really great book. I've shared it yeah. with a number of our agent partners and, and all the loan officers in our branch. I gave it to them because it's easy to get like really negative right now. And that's the whole point of that book is to, get it, it you don't have to be, yeah, you don't have to be crazy positive guy that everything's roses, but just don't tell you, uh, he, he curses a lot, but he says, don't tell yourself stupid stuff, right? Like right. don't, have that negative inner monologue that's going on. And, and for Pete's sake, even if it is negative in your head, don't say it out loud, right? Cause you give it so much more power by putting it out. For sure. Very yeah. good. I, I love that book as well. Um, so what, is, what is your morning routine? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's shifted a little bit, right. Uh, but I try to get up every morning, make the bed, right. I think making the bed is a, a, a one of those things that it's like, I've already accomplished something. I just got out of bed. Right. I love to make the bed. Uh, big glass of water, uh, in the morning, first thing like that, that gets me going the right direction. And then three to four days a week, I'm out for a run, uh, before I do anything, right? No email, no phone, no, no check anything. Uh, and then I get back in and, and, you know, basically <laughs> lately it's just like tear off the, the running hat and gloves or whatever I need and 
get right on the computer, right? Um, time for a shower. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anybody that tells you to shower every day during COVID probably not telling the truth, right? So exactly. uh, <laughs> usually, usually I get that shower in, but not every day. So it, it, do you have any children? I don't have any kids. No, okay. I've, got a, I've got a dog and a girlfriend. That's and, and me. That's it. You know, in a market like this, that that is a perfect structure. For well, you. <laughs> I do feel a little lucky that, uh, yeah, because man, I, I'll, like my team has kids, my friends have kids, our agents have kids, and I, I, I mean, certainly that is one of my superpowers is not having children in a time like this. Like, I love kids. I, I think kids are amazing, and uh, I understand it to be really that much harder being a parent in this whole mess with the kids at home and being a teacher and a worker and a rainmaker and a husband or wife or what? Oh man, I can't even imagine. Well, especially for successful people, because, you know, it doesn't end that with, you want to be great at your job. You want to be a great leader. You want to be a great uh, husband or boyfriend. You want to be a great father. So all those things require lots of dedication and time. And yeah. the busier you get, man, the harder, harder it becomes. And, yeah. um, and yeah, so, um, what's your forecast right now? Do you think, you think things are going to remain crazy like this for a while? Do you think we're going to, uh, come to a wall? What, what, you, what you, uh, I mean, I, I do leading up to the election, right? Like I, I feel like that's such a monumentous event that I, I don't know if anybody can predict past the election, right? Uh, the federal reserve is saying that they want to keep rates low for a while, but you know, if we get a different president, I don't know if the federal reserve today will be the federal reserve tomorrow. Right. So right, like right. Who, who knows what we'll see in, in 2021. Um, but you know, like, my coach, every, everybody I'm talking to, we're, we're riding this wave, right? Like it's head down, work hard, crush a ton of loans is while you can. And you mentioned it uh, earlier is save money, right? Like I, I am, I'm a really big proponent of, of, you know, saving in this time, right? There's too many of our friends and colleagues are out there, you know, spending it as fast as they get it. And, and once you start spending, you get used to that level of spending and it's really hard to curtail that. Right. So, uh, you know, I've put a, a ton of money either on the sidelines or actually in the market. Uh, and I, I love real estate as well. So I, I bought several different rental properties into this as well. Um, and I, I am a little fearful of what might come in the you know next few months with tenants and being able to pay and, and, you know, unemployment, that sort of thing. But I generally speaking, I buy, really good cash flowing properties and any of my properties, I could discount the rents 20, 25% and still do. Okay. Yeah. That's a good, that's a really good position to be in. Yeah. You know, we did, we did talk about it. And I, th I think, uh, the, one of the larger mistakes loan officers make and, and real estate agents in times like these is thinking it's going to last forever. And you develop, you've developed like crazy little habits. You're, you're spending, um, Lots of little money. So, you yeah. know, you, you don't, you don't hesitate spending extra money on dinners and clothes and, you know, watches. And then you, you buy a little bit nicer car and then the market changes. And I've seen loan officers, it's almost like they're starting their career all over. They, they, they haven't gone out to prospect new business partnerships. They haven't stayed in touch with their database because business is just pouring in. And now all of a sudden it stops. And when you go from, you know, 20, 30 loans down to 10 or, you know, like the average loan officer doing 10 and dropping down to three and four, that's yeah. a lifestyle change. And, and, um, I counsel loan officers all the time to just, just put it away. I love what you're doing. Put it in real estate, put it in the market. Uh, it, I, I think you know this, but the market always comes back 
we're, we're in for some kind of correction at oh, some yeah. point, whether it's in the uh, stock market or whether it's in real estate, we're going to have a correction. But yep. 100% of the time in all of history, the market, both markets have come back. So yep. as long as you're, if you're young enough where you don't have to live off that income, um, just hold steady. Um, so what are some of your goals? Oh yeah. Well, we've really revised, uh, production goals for the year. Uh, so yeah, no I, I think we can get to 200. Uh, I think 200 million would be a great goal. Um, I have some real estate related goals too. Um, you know, I want to get to, uh, 500 units, uh, this uh, year. No, no, not this year, but, um, just bef- like for me that my goal is to retire by the time I get to 50. Now, what retirement means, you know, different story. If you work at a plant, uh, you know, in Michigan versus in a business where you can kind of semi-retire or, or, you know, have your book of business service by, you know, some folks that you train up along the way. But so, you know, my thought is over the next five to 10 years, as I train up uh, one or two or three folks to do what I do and, you know, slowly uh, build those people up in my partner's eyes and in my client's eyes. And, you know, they become a part of the team so that the team can keep going. Right. I don't want to retire and say, Oh, Hey, sorry, LP ones and LP twos and team captain I'm retiring and this thing's over. Right. So go find another job. Right. right. So I want to, I want to leave that legacy of my team continue to go on and, and again, provide for a couple more people uh, to be able to do that. And I, I feel like I can find people that can actually take it to the next level. Right. And, you know, really push our goals up there. So, um, I mean, those are a couple of the things that we're looking at. Um, I'm, I'm building a house right now. And so, you know, getting through that process with my sanity is probably one of my goals as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in the city of Seattle, uh, very bureaucratic and it's got some challenges to it as well. So it's, it's been a, it's been a slog and, uh, getting through that in the next year is going to be really important. Um, I mean, those are, those are probably the big things that we've been after, uh, a book a month as well was my goal for 2020. And we're on track probably a little bit over that because there's a little less to do now than there was. So <laughs> give right, me more time right. reading, so. I think one of the things you're going to find, I, I mean, I don't know you a lot, but I, I can hear your enthusiasm and your ambition is that uh you you won't ever be retiring man it, yeah. you know you'll, you'll just be doing something else and maybe, maybe it's tending to your investments maybe it's you know continuing to build your company i i turned 60 a couple months ago and man i thought and and i was kind of done at 40 and um man it's and i have a lot of friends that have tried to retire but it's too i mean it, it's hard to play golf every single day. And, and, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it gets old after a while. And, um, I think, uh, I think you'll find that, you know, you keep having these goals of real estate acquisition. I think I, I have a feeling that, you know, retirement and, and you, you started to say it, it's, it's how you retire is different. It, you, you don't want to be working the grind from six in the morning till eight o'clock at night, talking to customers, pre-qualifying them. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously doing other stuff. I think you get, I think we start to get old when we don't have a purpose any longer, you know? Yeah. I would say that's very true. Yeah. Well, Cody, I want to really thank you for your time. Um, yeah. learned a lot. Um, and, I look forward to talking again in the future and maybe someday meeting in person when this thing's all over. Sounds good. No, I appreciate you having me on, Dan. Thanks so much. You bet. Now, for people that want to get a hold of you, how, how can they get in touch? 
Oh yeah, you bet. Um, and that's, you know, to that point, like I, I agree. I don't think that I'll ever like retire and go sit on the beach all day or, or play golf every day. It'll be, uh, you know, retire and, and coach or train or teach or, you know, help people, whether it be investing in real estate or, you know, building their mortgage careers or, you know, even just coaching and training my team as I, you know, I might do that from a boat or I might do that from a beach or something, but you know, I'll still be involved. Right. Um, but yeah, as far as getting in touch, I would, I would love to help anybody that I could, if that somebody's got a question for me, um, my email address is just my name, Cody.touche at caliberhomeloans.com and my cell phone number. You, I mean, this is my work cell phone number. It's everywhere. Plastered around 206-909-2007. Fantastic, Cody. This will all be in the show notes. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And Cody, thank you so much for your time. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to Beyond Mortgage, where you learn how to play the long game in business and life. If you're getting value from the show, be sure to subscribe and consider leaving a rating and review. It's fast and easy. You just head to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, search Beyond Mortgage, hit subscribe, and then click the ratings and review tab. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode.